into is coming. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast, episode number 42. I am your host, Jay Free. With me to my left is KB. What's up, brother? And uh, KB, uh, let's talk about our guest. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't need this extravagant in- intro. Well, no, is, we, this, is this a four-peat? This, this is a four-peat, but four let's, let's talk about where this gets really exciting. Yeah. Uh, today is our one-year and one-day anniversary of the podcast, and on our first show, we had one Joe Amaral to wow. talk about uh, what movie were we talking about? Civil War, Civil War, I believe. Yep, keeping and it civil. Keeping seems it, seems so long ago. It was yeah. a, Civil it War. It was a year ago. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and it's it's been crazy. So on our one year anniversary, we're happy to have you back. Except this time, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, another Marvel movie. Another Marvel movie. That's uh, all. That's really two. the only way I can contribute is Marvel movies. <laughs> Besides and that, I can't talk that's about all we action need. figures. And that's stuff all like we that. need, dude. That's all, all right, we cool. need. And in our amazing new studio. Yeah, yeah, we have a, a, yeah, let's a nice spot. Let's talk about that. We have a new studio here. Uh, 59 Media has relocated. Uh, cool little backdrop. You see our logo on the screen behind uh, KB and Joe. Uh, so we're happy to be here. It's an exciting time. Um, Joe, as mo- most people know, uh, from Whatever Bro, the Whatever Bro podcast, Whatever Bro Films. Um, so, you know, things I know uh, we were talking a little off air before, but Whatever Bro podcast, uh, there's some rumors um, yeah, they're just rumors. They're yeah. rumors. You I know, mean, I'm tired of rumors starting. I'm very non-committal, <laughs> so I'm not. You know, I'm not going to etch anything in stone here. But yeah, we're probably coming back. Uh, we kind of miss the podcast life. We uh, we like having strippers on and and you know. Well, I don't miss <laughs> the uh, the beratement of uh, <laughs> being the sound guy. Yeah, but we're actually. I mean. We started doing like the radio thing with you. What was it, 2012 or something? So way back in the day. I, yeah. I would say we berated you a lot more back then. That's very true. We're a little more respectful now. But maybe it's with old age that the respect comes. Well, I, in regardless, I, I appreciate the uh, the easing on the uh, yeah whatnot. But no, we're happy to have you in here. We're going to talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and what's been going on with that. I know we've all watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see on the screen, we do have a spoiler alert tag because we will be talking spoilers here. I don't know if we're going to go light spoilers or heavy spoilers. Heavy. But before I we think it's going to get heavy. Okay, so we're going to do some heavy spoilers here. But before we get into that, we want to just say uh, you also see on the right side of your screen our logo for our favorite sponsor in the world, uh, sponsoring our show yet again, Pachico's Furniture on 663 Bedford Street in Fall River, Mass. Uh, they're having a special for the entire month of May. You get 50% off your purchase. Um, keep in mind that not only is it, is it furniture, you have DVDs, video games, Cody boxes, many different things at Pachico's. It's not just a furniture store. There's very uh, a lot of different things. Uh, again, we're gamers. We mm-hmm. like movies. Maybe maybe there's Civil War right now sitting on DVD and Blu-ray at Pachico's Furniture. And if you want to go buy that, watch it, and then listen to our first show from a year ago and see what we thought about that, it'd be kind of cool. Interesting to go back and listen to that first show. Oh, it's horrible. Isn't it? It's so horrible. <laughs> what, listening to your very first episode? Yeah, that we had you? no idea what we were doing. We still don't, but we, we can fake it now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we've stepped up our game. Yeah, we, we, we were just going through the motions back then. Well, not not just going <laughs> through the motions. We were audio only because yeah. we didn't want to be on camera. And then like the video <laughs> thing. Happened. I, I do miss a lot of your sound effects, though. We, well, sound effects. It's tough. Hey, 
Listen, I'll put it this way. If the if the rumors do appear to be true for the Whatever Bro podcast, there's a chance you might be hearing more sound effects once the, if if the show comes back and the sound guy returns, there's a good chance you'll hear some sound Why, effects. Why did, did you uh you cut off on your sound effects from when you originally did? Like uh, Yeah, we were doing we were doing cuz when I originally started the show it was audio only and it was video we weren't streaming yeah, to Facebook yeah. here. Um so when I was doing audio clips because of the copyright infringement, Facebook was tagging it and saying you can't use this stuff, but I was like oh, taking like yeah. trailers and and cutting the audio from that and saying here's my favorite part of the trailer. I think it happened when we did the Doctor Yeah, Strange when we started show. our first video we did yeah, Doctor Strange cut, cut. and we, I was playing a piece of the trailer of you know fight like your life depends on it and Facebook popped up with a message saying this is copyrighted material that's going to be shutting the live video down so I, I had to stop that wow yeah so thanks Facebook hey we love you though we love you so how many times did you guys watch the Guardians uh, I've only seen it once I've Same only here. seen it once I was going to go um, see it uh, a second time um, but I was a little under the weather uh, you know, this yeah, I just seen week. it on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, KB, so. KB, I don't know. When did you see it last? Uh, I watched it last week. Okay. Yeah, last week. So you, you it's probably the freshest in your mind. Um, but again, before we, we get into that, uh, just before we get into the spoilers, I should say, any just overall thoughts what, uh, of as far as it pertains to the other sequels of the Marvel Universe, Marvel Studios, how do you, how do you feel it compares? Um, I thought it was a great sequel. Um, I don't think it was. I mean, it's tough to beat the original. Mm -hmm. um, I thought Definitely. the original, the Guardians, was perfect in every way. Yeah. This one I thought was good. I won't even say great. It w I feel like it was funnier. I feel like there were more jokes, but uh, the story itself was uh, a little different. I, but I mean, yeah. I think they worked with with what they had, and I, I liked it overall. Yeah, I was gonna say for me the the jokes there was a lot of them, but they weren't as memorable. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and totally agree with you on the story part of it because, like, the main story to me was like a little off. It was the <laughs> it was the side stories that really caught my attention. The Gamora, um, Nebula yep. thing, the Yondu rocket thing, like those things were really really good. I like the part. I of like it. the Yondu rocket. I I'm honestly just I wasn't crazy about the ego, the living planet kind of thing. Um, that was it. Just wasn't. It just well, it just didn't do it for me. I didn't feel like um. When we talk about villains in our countdown, right? Yeah, our so top three so favorite villains. So ego, the human, the ego, the planet. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I didn't feel that impending doom that I feel with like normal villains. Mm -hmm. I'm going to disagree with you when we talk about the, when we get into the into it. But um, and also the last my last point is that uh, you know Kurt uh, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone. I feel like they're just guys that just don't belong in these movies, and that you sh we should have used some other actors. I, I like Stallone in it definitely. I, I, I just when I looked at him, I'm like, okay, Demolition Man, Judge Dread, Rambo, like yeah, like keep them coming. Some actors have, <laughs> but some actors have just played so many roles, yeah, and it's kind of like you picture them in all those roles, and they kind of can't, you know what I mean, like separate it too well. Um, I'm glad it's a small part. I just don't want to see Marvel go into like dragging just big names in for the sake of dragging in big names, yeah, because you know? it's kind of kind of cheesy. But I have something to say about that as well. Yep. Um, but I want to start off first. Uh, I also want to mention you. You're we're missing one of our. Uh, cogs in the wheel, yep. so to speak. Uh, the Don is not here, uh, but he is with us in spirit. He's commenting right now on the video as for oh, your yeah. geek, and he happens to mention that the Don was not really impressed with it. So, oh wow, yeah. it's interesting. Um, I liked it. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Joe. I thought it wasn't better than the original. Um, I did think it was close to it, maybe neck and neck, but I think the original kind of edged it up a little yep. bit. Um, I also want to say that as far as sequels go, I think outside of the Captain America movies, I think it's probably the 
best of the sequels. sequels of yeah. I agree. Yep. yep so I think I think it's you know kind of middle of the pack. But I, I to me you can't beat Winter Soldier no. as a sequel in the Marvel. In the Marvel. I don't even think you can beat Winter Soldier as a movie. I think it was no, yeah. no, obviously, yeah. Winter Soldier, I think is I wasn't still prepared for Winter Soldier. The, like, no. The other the other thing about this movie is the music didn't hit as well. Like yeah, the music I, didn't hit a chord as well as it as the first one. I it, agree it wasn't that. it wasn't as good. I still liked it was the still songs. Yeah. It was still good, but it didn't have like the music was like that memorable moment in the first one yeah. where it starts the opening was like fantastic with you know Star Lord kind of just jollying yep. around and kicking things, and like the baby group dancing thing. Was so so we're getting into spoilers yeah, right we now. Are getting into spoilers. So uh, you see the, the the tag on the screen. There's going to be spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. You have been warned. Uh, okay, so I want to just touch upon the music thing real quick. Uh, I agree with that, and I think that the first, and I'm trying to see how I want to articulate this, I think the first movie used the the music more to make you feel certain feelings uh, as the the, the story progressed, where I think this one was more like, oh, we're going to go, I might as well pop on the next song on my Walkman, and it was just kind of like more of a a marketing ploy, like, oh, listen, let's see the old tunes that we have as opposed to, but I will say the opening number and the flashback with... uh, Kurt Russell's character, yeah. Ego, when he was on Earth, I think that was a great use of the music for both of those. Yep. Yep. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I, I think the second one um, introduced some things that the first one didn't that, that make things a little more open in the universe. Like uh, in uh, Celestials, for example, they, yes. they got more into Celestials, and then uh, in their spacecrafts, they can actually jump. Now, mm-hmm. I'm guessing jumping refers to dimensions, or I, I don't know. It looked like dimensions. Yeah, it, that, that's, how, that's how I'd interpret that. And that, that was the first, I mean, obviously Doctor Strange, like there's travel, and yep. Thor, there's travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it never was really <coughs> introduced in, in that way, like jumping I, from... I also love the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's kind of break it down, though. Um, and I just want to mention that Don is saying the music in the first one was memorable, and the second one wasn't at all. So he's putting his two cents in. Huh. So that's interesting. He's, Don, he's, Don, he's a harsh critic, but I'll, I'll, I'll meet him halfway there. Rich in Rich's commenting, he says he wants to know where is Don Juan. Don Juan, or the Don as we like to affectionately refer to him here, is uh, was driving home and wasn't going to be here for the start of the show. Um, so we just said, you know what, man? That's cool. Don't, just take don't, the day off. Yeah, just relax. Take, drive slow. Get home. You know, he's got, he's got a, a fiancé and, and a child, and that's important, and you know, don't rush here just to do this little crummy show. Uh, enjoy, but then hop on Facebook, share it to all the pages that you like to, Don, because now you can do that. Yeah, share, share, And then share. feel free to comment and comment and comment. And Rich wants to know where's Rich. Well, Rich, if you want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, you can you can comment right now because that's what the show's about, buddy. We're not doing horror movies this time, but we'll have you back on when your movie's ready to show drop. went a little too far. And whose fault is that, KB? Yeah, it was mine, but I won't. KB, I don't know if you caught that, but we were talking about our favorite horror movie deaths. My buddy Rich was on. We were talking about that, and he, he's we, our countdown was the top three most satisfying or favorite deaths. And KB went into this huge descriptive thing about all, and I don't even want to. I still get queasy thinking about it. It's disgusting, and I bet you half of our viewers clicked off when he started going into this thing. So uh, let's. But getting back to Guardians of the Galaxy, let's a little bit more of a lighter movie than horror horror films. Um, so it starts off with the Guardians now. They're more uh, a team. of a solidified team. Yeah. They, they have their, you know, uh, people know who they are. Their, their reputation's out there. Uh, they're trying to protect these batteries from this monster. It opens up with that, that whole number with Baby Groot dancing. So Baby Groot is uh, the character in the whole movie. He never grows up into adult group at, Groot as we remember him. Uh, but Baby Groot is there, and he's, he's kind of like, how would you describe him? 
in the movie, like his the the characteristics, like a little child, like a toddler. Yeah, I would say like like a puppy. Yeah. Or a, more of a pet than Or like actual, a kitten or something, yeah. something along those lines, yeah. A child, maybe more like four or five, not exactly baby, but like yeah. enough to do little exactly. little things. And For me, it was like the, the cute pet that did funny things, because he had some great uh, scenes in that movie. He's actually probably one of the more important characters yeah. in the movie with the things that he does. So, so yeah, it, it opens up with that. Uh, they defeat the monster, Rocket being Rocket. And then uh, I want to also say, jump in any time and, yeah. and with any of your thoughts here, too. But uh, Rocket essentially... Uh, steals the batteries, and then the sovereign, the people that were essentially, or the beings that were hired to hired the guardians to get the batteries and protect the batteries, go after them. And I love that scene because they don't actually want to put themselves in harm. They so are they actually it's it's almost like playing a, like going yeah. to the, going to the arcade man, yep. and sitting in one of those booths and driving a, a motorcycle or a car, and they're piloting <laughs> a spaceship. It's and actually pretty brilliant. I thought yeah. it was cool. That was a nice <laughs> touch to it. Like they're so obsessed with themselves that they don't actually want to fight. Like they are like this snobbish. Uh, they think they're perfect. Um, they can't be bothered. They can't be exactly. bothered to fight. Like, no, we can't actually fight the war. We're gonna get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna play a video game. Yeah, that simulates <laughs> it. Um. So yeah, that's that's basically how I feel. And I'm wearing a, by the way, a Groot beer T-shirt. Nice. Right now, uh, in Styling. honor of Groot. Yeah, I like it. Actually, I want to point out something in that scene. Is like when when they're chasing the guardians, right? And the last guy, they're down to the last guy, and yep. like he's almost got them, and he loses them, and they're like, "You suck!" Uh, and I'm like, everyone's behind him watching. Like he just yeah. lost that, the video game. Well, or that's something. the thing. That's, like, that's a typical video game <laughs> game yeah. bit as well. It's like, okay, some dude's about to get the high score, and everybody's watching, and it's like, it just yeah, doesn't. Work he felt out. like the popular guy, yeah. and then he fucked up. He's like, "This course. is my moment." <laughs> yeah, uh, good stuff. Um, so yeah, come to find out that you know these these sovereign are chasing him. That's when. And correct me if I'm wrong. Kurt Russell shows up. Yep, and uh, saves the day. Well, their their plane gets shot down. The the Milano gets damaged, and uh, they crash on a planet. Not ego, Kurt Russell. Right, right. So Kurt Russell, <laughs> yeah. come Kurt to Russell. find out, is ego the the living planet. He's playing ego the living planet. Um, and we're we're seeing, and before that, we, I think we saw some flashbacks too of Kurt Russell as a younger. Kurt Russell. Yeah, some nice and, CGI uh, there. Yeah, and he's romancing uh, really Star Lord's <laughs> mother, Meredith. Yep. And uh, he puts like this little, looks like this little uh, alien plant in the ground. And I think they're either from Mississippi or Missouri. I can't remember. It's behind Dairy Queen. Too. Yeah, behind a Dairy Queen. <laughs> um, and that's all we see about that. And we kind of see, you know, we kind of infer that that's, you know, Star Lord's father yep. at the time. Uh, but then the Milano crashes on a planet. Uh, Rocket and Groot um, stay behind. And they have another guest, a prisoner, who the Sovereign actually turned over to them once the batteries were protected. Before, mm -hmm. before Rocket was discovered to have stolen some of the batteries, Nebula was the exchange and the price for protecting those batteries because I guess there's a price on her head and the Guardians want to turn her in. Love Nebula. Nebula was oh, a yeah, great character. character. Great character. While this is going on, Ego shows up and introduces Mantis, his companion, and takes Drax, Star-Lord, and Gamora to his planet. So basically, the, the team's kind of scattered at this point, and um, when you kind of get back in touch with Drax, and, and my my favorite part of the movie, uh, my favorite character, and, 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 and the Don talked about it, said that he thought Drax was the more developed in this movie. I loved the interaction between Mantis and Drax. And Drax. Oh, yeah. You're hideous. That was great. Well, he, yeah. He's, in general, he might have been the funniest one in the yeah. movie. He's very sarcastic, but very, like, I don't know. I, just, I don't know how to describe him. Very stupid. Yeah. Dave Batista, the way he just... Immerses himself in that yep. character. I absolutely love. Um, okay, so let's let's any other thoughts as far as where we are up to that? Did I miss anything? Anything you guys want to expand on? Nope. Yeah, I think that I think that covers it. 
Okay, uh, so basically, Ego essentially reveals himself to be Star-Lord's father. Star-Lord's very... Peter Quill's kind of hesitant to accept him, you know, so he's just kind of, he doesn't really want to have that yeah, bond right away. The, like, that was weird. The movie yeah. gave this feel like he's still not to be trusted yet. Right. Because mm-hmm. he said nothing that was convincing as, you know, as him actually caring about uh, Star-Lord. So I, I thought that was interesting. And even uh, Gamora was on to him. Gamora from the well, get-go. I also right. think the Yondu situation made it different as well. The fact that Yondu kept him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, if Yondu kept me, why didn't you look for me? Yep. Exactly. So I yeah, well, I, well, he d- he d- and he does say to Starlord, though, he's like, I've been spending a lot of time looking for you and searching for you. Yeah. Um, but let's speaking of Yondu, him and Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I can't remember the name of Sylvester but Stallone's character. The leader character. of the Ravagers. The leader of all the like Ravagers, the dog, played yeah. by Sylvester Stallone, basically for child trafficking, basically dis disowns. Yondu's group of Ravagers. It's like the one rule that they weren't supposed to break. Or right. Like I didn't know there were like these different uh, factions of yeah. Ravagers. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just just the Ravagers and like one Ravager. Yondu was the, the leader. Yeah. There's different like divisions, it's like, it's different chapters. Yeah. yeah. It's like the military. It's like a yeah. mo- it's, you know, it's like a motor. It's like motorcycle club. Yeah. It's like Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool though, and like they even dress differently. I think um, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone had like these bright things around him. I mm-hmm. think that symbolizes that he's some kind of general, or I don't even know. Yeah. I so but <laughs> he's, he's he's yeah. The, well yeah we're gonna get so the rest of. The, uh, Yondu's group of Ravagers, the majority of them decide to mutiny, and he still has some loyalists, and uh, they essentially imprison him. And but, but they are also hired by the Sovereign to go after the Guardians and retrieve the batteries. So it all winds up that Yondu, Nebula, Rocket, and Groot are all on the same planet, and come to find out that Groot, uh, Groot gets captured along with Rocket and Yondu, and now are held in the mutiny ravagers mm-hmm. um do you any thoughts about that i i just loved rocket making fun of taser face well yeah, yeah so i like how he uh he also set all those booby traps when yeah all oh, that that was probably the best scene in the movie yeah i, I, I like i like that they they separated the group for most of the movie yeah like you had what Groot, rocket and they were together in the beginning and the end and all yeah. in between they were all apart yeah yeah i, I just kind of like how they split it up everyone had their own little story yeah, like Nebula and Kamora had their the own rocket, story. Like I, I, like I said, the Rocket Yondu story to me was pretty cool. Like yeah, how's it going? Those guys because they're like the same each person. Other and like we're the same person. Yeah, and end up liking each other and feeling for each other. So let's let's yep. talk about that a little bit. Uh, so on the Ravager ship, you have uh, Yondu and Rocket in pri- like in a jail cell in a cell, mm-hmm. and Groot's they did they can't do anything. They just think Groot's adorable, so they're not going to do anything with him. Nebula's free and decides to go after Gamora. And the group thing was just funny. <coughs> oh, yeah. Oh, get this. Yep. He comes back. So let's let's talk about that. <clears throat> As you can tell, I'm still a little under the weather. I'm mm-hmm. coughing up a storm here. But Groot um, decides, or, or Yondu rather, wants to and has almost like a heart-to-heart with Rocket being locked up. And they they kind of discover they're, they're kind of the same person. They push everybody away because that's just how they cope with everything. They're, they're jerks in real life to not have to feel emotion. And I mentioned... I did a personal video last week, and I said that there's a couple different themes in the movie. One is obviously family. Uh, another theme is kind of acceptance of who you are and what, you, and then um, also coming to that realization. So there's three themes really right there. But at that point, with uh, Yondu and Rocket locked up, 
Yondu wants his fin, which is going to make him look like more of the comic book version of Yondu. Because the, the his first fin got destroyed by uh, Nebula. Correct. She shot it. Yeah. So, and that leads to the comedy, which I think that, to me, other than the music, I think that's the part that went on too long is that joke. But it was still kind of funny. So, what with Groot, uh, well, so Yondu says, go to, go to my dresser, my fin is I here. actually liked every minute of yeah, that. Did you? I thought it was funny. <laughs> Maybe it was just me, but... But essentially, Groot goes and he brings back his underpants. Then he brings back <laughs> a something table, else. A, desk. A, a table, a desk. And then finally, um, I can't think of the guy's name, but Sean Gunn is the actor. I can't think of the name. Uh, Craglin. Yeah. Yes. Um, kind of like the second in command is still loyal to Yondu and it helps Groot get the fin. And you said that your favorite scene was what in the movie? What was your favorite with the saying rocket with the booby traps? Yeah. My oh, favorite the Yondu scene was good too. Yondu scene yeah. with the 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 arrow and him whistling and escaping. And that song that, that's that right was there playing. With it. I forgot the, the song, song that was playing. <coughs> sick. But it yeah, was, that, that, so good. that was an amazing scene too, yeah. So good, so good. Um so I, I really like that. That was probably my favorite scene in the movie. Uh I'm not gonna get into all the specifics, but come to find out, moving back to the ego planet. Um Gamora, uh Nebula goes after Gamora, they're fighting, they go into this cavern, they find a bunch of skeletons. In, mm-hmm. in this cavern. Um, all comes to fruition when you find out that Ego, now that he has bonded with Starler, they do have a kind of a father-son relationship, he's actually had kids with other beings and other worlds because he's looking yeah. for to make another Ego celestial. was just a slut. He was a male slut. He was yeah. having sex with all these different women. He had a big ego. <laughs> but none of these kids had the celestial power, so he killed them all, correct? Correct. Yeah. And so But now Yondu would bring those kids to him. I don't see I don't know if that see, was inferred. That, I assumed it was. That's what I assumed too. I don't know if it was just I don't know if it was just Yondu. I think it was he was getting it from whomever to like whoever he could bribe well, basically. I think it was almost like you know when the kids came back, it was like okay, he must have had some way of getting them back there. But then Yandu realized we're, they were all dying. He realized right. what he was doing. <coughs> so and, that and God. And the other thing too is like so when Stallone's mad at Yandu for the the, the the trafficking, you know whatever, um, it's almost like well it couldn't have just been Star Lord, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's why that's why I assume that you know it was him that was doing all of that. Just want to quick give a quick timeout to say hello to Susie who is saying hola to everybody. Susie uh, Gomes. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I haven't uh, talked to her in a while. Yeah. Well. Joe from Whatever Bro says, what's up, Susie? What's up, Susie? <laughs> there you go. Hey, yo, Susie. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's pretty much leading up to the third act of the Guardians movie. And basically, the, and this is what kind of we were talking about, your, the, the villain thought. Mm-hmm. Ego to me. And we're going to get into our list. Our final countdown tonight is our top three favorite Marvel movie villains. Um, to me... Ego is probably one of the nastiest villains that we've ever seen. I, how do you guys? I, how I, do you I guys feel it? I, I, I would say it. most powerful, one of the most powerful, because he's an actual planet and he right. can just like create in, in his, himself. And his plan was very, you know, I mean, you're talking yeah. about destroying everything, but he I had, never felt this impending doom around no, him. As like far I as just, evil, I, I didn't but, see but, it. He was more you, of a what slut. You, what do you consider evil, though, in the sense that? Let's take some of the other what like without getting into your list, but some of the other villains, and I'll just I'll mention because I don't know I don't want to know what your list is, but for example, uh, Zemo from Civil War, you can kind of like what he did. Yeah, it was evil turning the the Avengers against each other. It was for a reason, but he had a purpose for yep. doing it. Like his family was killed, and he, he blamed the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Loki, the same thing. 
all these other villains, you can kind of see like their backstory, why they're doing what they do. So th- those are your reasons right. for well, thinking. I, well, I'm just saying for evil, for being evil. Like if you can understand where they're coming from, yes, that still makes what they do evil. But ego, and again, spoiler alert, we, we have it on the screen, but ego, his whole plan, that alien plant he's been planting on every world that he s- sleeps with a woman from there to have a child that has that celestial power, he wants to use that celestial power to assimilate all those different worlds and be born on all those different er- worlds, essentially eliminating life on all those planets. Now, the way I understand it, ego was born millions and millions of years ago, right? Like Correct. Beginning, yeah, almost the beginning of yeah. time. Correct. Got it. Doesn't even know what he is or... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's just like, and he, it was, was kind of cool. He's like, like, one day I just woke <coughs> up. Yeah. And in the center of his planet is a brain. Right. Which is nuts. He threw me. around it. And he yeah. basically grew the planet around his. But this is, this is what I say why I think he's the most evil villain. Is so Star Lord is whatever using You're his saying the power. most evil. Out I'm saying of what? I'm saying just like as far as pure evilness, like Loki and and all these other villains, they have a reason for being evil in a I, sense. I got someone more evil. Yeah. Okay, than your precious but, ego. But what I'm saying is, here's the spoiler that so ego basically while he's using his power and assimilating these other worlds and starting to, he's he's basically telling Peter. Like, I loved your mother. I could not have gone back to Earth. I've been there three or four times to visit her. If I had gone back again, I would have stayed there. So that's why I placed the tumor in her brain. Mm-hmm. And that snaps him out of yeah. the, the plan. The little trance he was in. And yeah, it's like, dude, you love somebody so much that you kill them because your plan for world domination or, or, you know, galaxy domination is more important than your your, your own personal happiness. Like, that's evil to me that's like un unrequited like just oh i just, yeah. just see I, but here, here's here's my thing what do you go he's doing it in a logical perceptive that people can't understand yeah life can't understand he's not doing it in his mind to be evil and that's the he's problem doing it for because me. he has that he's doing power because he feels he like he has that wants power, to expand gal- i'm gonna make the galaxy in my own image like a god okay he doesn't want to destroy. It's not like you know. Thanos, who's like, "Oh yeah, I just want to destroy." Yeah, and death, conquer destruction. And watch. I take pleasure in watching the suffering. Yeah, and I don't see that from ego. That's that's my yep. that's my definition of the villain is somebody who's taking pleasure. Even somebody like Zemo is taking a massive pleasure mm-hmm. in what he did to yeah the heroes. Yep. So I don't see that. I just don't see that from ego. It seems like I'm a god. I I'm on a whole other plane of existence. So I think this way, I don't look at it as I'm destroying anything. He yeah. logically in his head does not, it's not an evil thing. It's a, I logically feel like this is what has to be done. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. So. Yeah. I, I think you could get worse than ego. Yeah. But are, are we going over the villains yet or no? Oh, uh, we that, can if you want. But let's, uh, before we do that, well, I, I just, I don't want to go into like all the, the spoilers. Yeah. But um, I do want to say favorite scene. From Guardians, let's just let's go there because I don't want to give away the ending. Uh, there are um, a couple of there's I think four or five after credit scenes, but there's two things I want to talk about, and then we'll talk about our favorites. But I don't want to step on your favorites either. Uh, Stan Lee's cameo Very is amazing. Cool. Yep, is amazing. It, it kind of answers like a long-standing rumor that was there about him. And uh, the other scene I'll talk about is actually my favorite scene, but I don't want to. I like that the Watchers were there with him. That's yeah. that's basically what I was yeah. trying to be. <laughs> that's a spoiler. Vague. Spoiler, but but. <laughs> <coughs> but was that was that your favorite scene? Uh, what no, was your favorite scene? My favorite scene in the whole movie? Yeah. 
I still think was probably the rocket scene. I just because yeah. it was so like all the traps. I didn't expect it. You know, it was like one of those things like, oh, I'm not. Expecting oh, the trap it. scene. Okay. All the traps when he's in the woods, and I'm like, he's gonna take all of these guys out by himself. Yep. And like that to me was just I was just laughing as like the guys are flying up in the woods. It, it almost reminded me like something of like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah. All these dudes it was just cool. flying around. But ba- I liked basically probably the most. I liked any scene with Rocket and Yandu, but my favorite was when they're escaping. The prison and Yandu's yeah. killing all these guys and yeah. Rocket's just laughing, machine gunning people. I just thought the two of them going nuts was a was a great part. Probably my favorite. I will say this: uh, Susie, yeah, uh, happens to say when Groot has to go get the headpiece, the fin. Oh yeah, yeah. so you she know, likes that great. scene. Uh, my favorite is actually so Yandu pretty much joins up with the Guardians at one point, and he's using his arrow and he's floating down, and Star Lord <laughs> oh, yeah. refers to him and says, "You look like Mary Poppins." And then he goes, is, 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 he cool? is he cool? And, and Star Lord, you know, kind of accepting that, he realizing, upon it, yeah. like, like you know what, like you protected me, you didn't turn me over to my father, knowing this is what you know what has happened to previous yeah. children. So he, he kind of goes, yeah, very cool. And he goes, hey, what did you go? I'm Mary Poppins, yeah. y'all, or I'm hey, a, y- I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. Amazing. Michael Rooker that is amazing. Lot. And he really yeah. did look exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Oh, so shit. that was my favorite scene in the movie. The jokes were great. Drax and uh, Mantis. Mantis together what were you think amazing. about Mantis overall? I liked her. Yeah. I liked her. Um, I, I like c- that she grew a conscience like, yeah. throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah. I won't go into the uh, the the after credit scenes because we'll, we'll keep we'll keep that. Let, let them actually go see it and enjoy it. But there but are a couple four, of good... There's four of them, right? Is there's three? four of them, yeah. yeah. Three or four, yeah. And... Uh, one of them, for those uh, that are familiar with the comics, is leading um, what I'm assuming to the third Guardians movie. Um, so I'm very excited it's for nice that. It's nice they kept the credits interesting in between those scenes, too. Oh, yeah. Like, at least little dances. It was like, the most uh, entertaining credits I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, and you like, happen to mention to me. Yeah. Uh, somebody appears in it that we haven't seen in the Marvel. It's the first official Marvel appearance, even though he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yes. Uh, what's it? The Mad. Grandmaster, the Grandmaster, yeah. yeah. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. So there, he was, there the were other. I think David Hasselhoff was because he yeah. he was a part yep. of the movie, kind of. Actually, at one point, You're my Hasselhoff, he's, he's yeah. my. Hasselhoff. At one point, ego morphs into, into David, David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff. Yeah. which that annoyed me slightly. Like, why the hell is David Hasselhoff in a Marvel movie? That that bothered me, but he did it with a purpose, like, like because Star well, Lord worshipped yeah. David right. Hasselhoff. Right. Yeah, I get it, but I just kind of got annoyed <laughs> seeing David. Roll Hasselhoff. your eyes a little bit. Yeah. All right, well, before we get into our countdown, I do want to show uh, one quick thing. Uh, we were talking about Thanos. Uh, you know, he, he's gonna, the, the Guardians are going to play a big part in the Infinity War. Uh, they're going to be part of it. And, uh, Joe, you already know this, and I showed KB a little earlier, but... That was the other thing I wanted to mention, is that they were, we didn't have any Infinity Stones. In right, no story, mentions. No mentions. The only thing that we know, only thing that we got out of the Infinity Stone story is just the confirmation why Star Ward can handle right. the stone. Well, this is, this is essentially a theory called the Thanos theory that each Infinity Stone is associated to one of the letters of Thanos' name. So, for example, the Space Stone, which is the Tesseract, is the T, the obviously. T, yeah. The H, we still don't know. We have some Heimdall. rumors. Heimdall. Joe believes it's Heimdall. If I had to guess. The Reality Stone is the Aether. The Time Stone was the Eye of Agamotto in the Necklace. Mm-hmm. The Power Stone was in the Orb from Guardians 1. And the Mind Stone, which is now in Vision, was initially in the Where's Scepter. Where's the Tesseract now? The Tesseract is on Asgard. Asgard, Asgard. okay. And the which, Ether- which may be destroyed. So at this point, there's a lot of Infinity Stones that could be lost or Correct. stolen. The Aether is still, uh, as far as we know, with the Collector. 
Uh, the necklace is still in uh, the 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 well, Agamotto. We had the explosion in Gallic. But that's when they brought that's when they brought the orb there. But the other one was there. What happened to it? That's what we don't Somebody know. Assume. There's rumors about the H. I know the movie hasn't happened yet, but it's either Heimdall and there was another one. Or Thor's ha- hammer. hammer. The yeah. hammer. That's that's what I had heard. And I we know it's going to be the soul gem. So it could work out to one of two things. And, and Joe, you mentioned it. Uh, you know. On the Bifrost Bridge, Heimdall can look down and see everyone on Earth, even though... He says specifically, into the souls of all these millions of people. So because he said the word soul, I immediately thought... And his eyes glow the same color as the gem. Correct. So I I think it's inside him, or he knows, or he takes power from it, something. Or if the the hammer is there, again, using the hammer as those that are worthy, if they may be pure of soul, they can lift up the hammer. So we, we, we don't know. We, we, it's still out there. We're not quite sure. Um, but any other last words on Guardians Volume 2 before we get into our favorite segment How about of the an show? actual rating before we... Uh... Yeah, go for it. Uh, give it out of 10. Um, I'll, say, uh, I'll say an 8. 7 and a half, 8. That's, that's exactly where I was. I was going to go 7. I was going to go 7. So. It's still solid. I it's, thought it was a solid five, movie. 5 is average. I was a little disappointed with... Uh, not the post credits, but I was pissed that there wasn't a post credit that led more to Infinity War. Like I kind of just wanted a taste of Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, they, they were more leading one. toward Guardians Three than I, anything. I think we'll see that in the Thor movie. Oh, absolutely. Yep. You know. All right. So while we have, I know Joe's only around for a few more minutes. Let's uh, get into our favorite segment of the show, and we call it the Final Countdown. It's the And the topic for the final countdown today is our top three favorite Marvel villains. So now this is not just Marvel Studios. So we can also incorporate the X-Men movies, the Fantastic Four, all the different Spider-Man movies, the Blade movies, whatever. (laughs) I wasn't bold enough to go Blade. I I thought about Blade, but I was like, that would probably be stupid if you brought up. Well. Or or the Punisher. The the Punisher (laughs) would have been a great... Great uh, one as well. But uh, we typically start with our guest. If you want to give any honorable mentions, feel free just to spout those off real quick. And then your number three. Oh, uh, you want me to do honorable mention first? Okay. Yeah. Go to, go to your honorable mention. I mentions. would say uh, for honor- honorable mention, um, oh, boy. I'm going to go with uh, Obadiah. He's considered a villain, correct? Yeah. I thought he was kind of uh, he was a pretty good villain. And he was one of the, he was probably the first villain, because that Iron Man movie is kind of what kicked it off. Mm-hmm. And That's I kinda, very true. I, I kind of want to just give him a little respect because he's the original villain of these movies. So that's my honorable mention. Uh, my second would probably be I I thought Abomination was pretty badass. Yeah, I didn't even think about the Hulk movies when I was thinking about Abomination. That. Yeah, yeah, that's a great great. I wasn't great. about to say Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> Um, am I just going through it? Yeah, just go to number three, and then KB will give his I'm gonna number I'm going to go three. number three. Um, Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock, from the Spider-Man movies. Very cool. I liked him as a villain. And they actually portrayed his like arms mm-hmm. pretty awesome. That's why I liked him. Um, and then my... We cast it, too. Well, yeah. we'll, if it, we'll start. So is that your number three? Yep. KB, what's your, what's your number three? Uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, only seen him once, Juggernaut. Nice. I, yeah. I, I just I just love Juggernaut. Just um, for that line. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mystique, 
Mystique is technically yeah. a villain, you she know, so she's she's been all, in all the X Men movies. Uh, my number three is a guy we already talked about. I just think what, what Baron Zemo Baron Zemo did in Civil mm-hmm. War was just fantastic because um, it really was off the driven path of like a lot of the other uh, villains that we've seen. So I just really thought that was refreshing. Oh yeah. And at the end, his purpose of being the villain and the bad guy, and like I said, enjoying watching the Avengers just the, the heroes just kill themselves. And that actor is such a good yeah. villain too. Yep. So so, so yeah. So was, uh, I could really feel with him. So it was like the perfect villain of like this guy is a bad guy that's. Not a bad guy. He was turned into a bad guy because of his loss. Um, so I, I just, I, I just really liked what he did, and we'll probably never see him again. I don't think, but no, well, so, we don't know. He, don't know he's one of the only villains that hasn't died. Yeah. So, so yeah, true. So yeah, but so yeah, so he's my number three. Okay, so my honorable mentions, real quick. Um, we kind of talked about these a little bit. Uh, Loki, played by Tom Hiddleston. Uh, from Thor, Thor the Dark World, Thor Ragnarok, and the Avengers. And uh, I just had another one, Victor Creed, Sabretooth, pl- the Leave Schreiber version. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was from really X-Men good. X-Men yeah. Origins Wolverine. I just really That's like That's a him. good one. My yeah. number three. Not the uh, 80s hair band one. No, no. Not the, not the Tyler Main. <laughs> not the Tyler Main. Version. Oh, he was awful. Um, yeah. I do want to say, though, uh, Joe, you and I have the same number three. So Otto, Octa- oh, wow. Otto Octavius, Dr. O- Octopus, played by Alfred Molina in Spider-Man 2. He was yeah, good. I just like how he was kind of a, a mentor to Peter. And then uh, the incident occurs. Uh, he was doing a demonstration of a self-sustaining fusion reactor. The tools that he were, was using were four artificially intelligent mechanical tentacles, and it got bonded to him. And during the incident, it kills his wife, and it damaged the tentacles inhibitor chip, which then means the arms were controlling him. Uh, he decided to he, recreate the yeah. experiment. Yep. And uh, Spider-Man had to reveal his identity to kind of break the, the arms control over him, like his mentor. Like, listen, you told me earlier in the movie uh, that, you know, science needs to be used for good and all the, all this information, so it's kind of like a... A privilege. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, and he Sad ends up, he ends up sacrificing things. himself, and why I chose him as my number three, it's a tragic villain, he was a mentor to the hero, and he ended up redeeming himself at the end of the flick. So moving on to number two, Joe, what do you got? Number two, I'm going to go Johann <coughs> Schmidt from the X-Men uh, uh, first class movie. Nice. Mm. That's a great villain. I, yeah. I just thought Very he, underrated. he was such a badass. Him. And Kevin Bacon is a great bad guy. I yep. mean, you've seen Invisible Man, yeah. so you know he's a good bad guy. Yeah, you're um, absolutely right. I like that, well, you know he's been living for so many years because he can absorb power. Were you thinking of Hollow Man? Oh, uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Hollow <laughs> Man, invisible not man, Invisible yeah, Man. Hollow Man, yeah. That's, why, man you, that's why you guys are like, uh, oh, yeah, sure, Joe, <laughs> whatever the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Hollow w- Man was a good flick. Yeah. Uh, I have no clue. You know, have you never you seen, seen Hollow Man? Man? See, you, now you're putting me it. on blast. You, you'd enjoy it. If you I've never seen, seen Hollow Man. No, you need to check it out. Yeah, right. it's good. It's actually it's really good. It's hilarious and scary at the same time. Yeah. Okay. And there's some sex. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I definitely have to see that movie. So, yeah, Johann Schmidt. I'm going to okay. go with that. All right, very cool. KB, go for it. My number two is Nebula. Wow. I wasn't expecting I, that one. Because the thing about Nebula is, like, <coughs> she's so angry all the time. Yeah. And she just wants to destroy Gamora. Rough childhood. Just, oh, yeah. It, like, Gamora's the favorite. She's, it, it's a, it's a, yes, it's like a daddy crisis kind of thing yeah, with Thanos. Just like every other girl. She's but, got like, daddy even issues. into this movie, it was just like, you know, here, here's somebody who's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to say the thoughts and opinions expressed by Joe Amaral do not reflect that of 59 Media or, or the Free Geek, Geek Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Um, That's a good disclaimer. <laughs> uh, but she, uh, you know, she, you, you, you just always see this hatred in her. And what's the actress' name? Karen uh, Gillen? Karen Gil- Gillen. Gillen, yeah. Gillen, yeah. I mean, she does a fantastic job. Um, and I like the whole, 
every time she like she explained it in Guardians too, like every time she fails, he'd make another piece of her robotic. Yeah, so she she got just, tortured basically. Yeah, so it's like that hatred, that deep down hatred. I mean that that that's a villain. You know, I I think that they're gonna be past that in the yeah. next Guardians. But um, yeah, she's definitely my number. My she's number uh, technically two. a good guy now, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, would you? I think she's yeah. She's gonna. I think she's gonna be with with again. Spoiler alert. Uh, but she kind of reconciles with Gamora, so I can I can they see actually that she, hug. Yeah, and I can see her. I know she's gonna be part of the Infinity War, so maybe she's gonna be a part of the Guardians. Yeah, we'll see. She'll be one of the ones that dies, probably. I hope not, because I really like her. I think I think her character is very interesting. Yeah. But well, yep, so, agree uh, to that's my number two. Nebula. All right, my number two, and Joe, uh, this might, I don't know, if it might actually affect either one of you guys, but uh, my number two is a U.S. Army colonel. He has a wife and a son, a son by the name of Jason. Oh, Jason yeah. is a mutant, mm. and the mutant ability to plant William illusions. Stryker. Yes, yes, William Stryker, played by Brian Cox in X2. Uh, but Jason can essentially plant illusions in the mind of his parents, Stryker's wife ends up committing suicide. He brings Jason to Xavier's school, and he wants Xavier to fix him, to cure him. But Xavier believes that the mutant gene isn't a disease. And so there's a, there's a whole discrepancy of like ethics and morals. So Stryker ends up giving his son a lobotomy. But that's another example yeah. of he started out as a normal person, right? and then yep. his son ended up killing the mom. But he used, he used the substance from Jason's brain to control mutants and end up sending Nightcrawler to assassinate the president one of the best or attack the, the, the White House. That's one of the best fighting scenes. And, all oh, he does, yeah. and the reason he does that is he wants the president to send himself to send Stryker to Xavier's mansion. He goes there and he starts kidnapping the students uh, along with X, Cyclops. Yeah. And X2? X2. Yep. Um, he has a second Cerebro built and uses Jason to brainwash Xavier, wants Xavier to use Cerebro to wipe out all mutants. He's also uh, revealed to have ties to bonding the adamantium to Logan and creating Wolverine. And again, why I picked him, again, another tragic backstory, but this time he uses his son to exact revenge. And it's such a hypocrite be that he hates mutants, but he's using a mutant mm -hmm. to eliminate mutants. And he also created Wolverine, so I think yeah. that's an awesome oh, yeah. villain as well. So moving on to our number one picks, Joe, what do you got? Number one, without a doubt, is the Red Skull. I I, I think like the he's he's the best uh, best baddest villain that I could think of because uh, we haven't met Thanos yet. So correct. And I I'm still not convinced that Red Skull is dead. That's because it was the Tesseract is what the space right. Yeah. So he could have been teleported somewhere. It I mean it gives you the idea he was destroyed, but I honestly think he was teleported somewhere, and I still think he's out there. Also, the reason why Hydra's still around. That's not a bad theory at yeah. all. That's just my theory, and it, it is. If you look it up too, it's it's there. Like there are actual theories that still think he's somewhere. So I would like to see him come back, but that's probably my number is it, one. But is it the? Is it the? Because I'm always trying to figure out what what was. Because he's not the classic turned evil for a reason story. He was just kind of always like. He's that, just right? evil. Uh, they never gave. I, I've, an never origin story. I've never looked at his origin. Yeah, he's like just, even in he's comics, I've never looked at it. Nazi man. He, he was he's a, just a he is a crazy. He was actually a scientist, I think. They referred to him as a German yeah. scientist, and I think he was just obsessed with power. He, they never really um, elaborated yeah. on his past or anything like that. They just said just he wanted more power, evil. so he was like, yeah. "Give me the serum." It was the Captain America serum, but it wasn't ready yet. Mm -hmm. They hadn't left it in the oven long enough. Right, they haven't. Yeah. Ba they hadn't baked it long enough. And there were some side effects. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Susie, by the way, agrees with you. She what, says she agrees, yeah, I guess. I, I didn't guess know Susie knew her uh, her Marvel. Yeah, it's, you know what? And I, I I love the fact that Susie's like on here and commenting. So that's yeah. that's amazing it's good stuff. KB, uh, what do you got for number one? 
Magneto. This is where this is where you and I are going to be. Oh yeah, it's a huge, yeah. very huge very similar. no. Yeah, I I. KB, I, what does my list say for number one? Oh come on, he's a good guy though. Is I, he? <laughs> is he Joe? He's only killed he, a few he, people. Good, KB. I, I just think give Mag- your thoughts Magneto, first. as far as like all these movies go, I mean we've seen him. I mean, have we seen any villain more than Magneto? I, I, I don't think so. No. You know, we've seen two versions of him. We've, we've seen, what, the Ian uh, McKellen version? McKellen. Which, uh, is there a specific which, version or just the character? No, just no, the... no. I'm just throwing out there. And the other one's, what's the actor's name? Uh, Michael Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Fassbender. And they both do a fantastic job. Yep. I think they're, they're both awesome. Um, I just like Magneto. There's always a plan to what Magneto is doing. And what I really liked, though, was in what the, the Apocalypse movie was where we kind of got to see more of he wasn't the main villain and we got to see that the family and his family being you know yeah. killed in, in that movie and, and and so now we have that element of guy that was villain <laughs> trying to fix himself yep villain and he played you know? he played a great villain um, I couldn't pick him though just because there were shades of goodness in him you know there are a lot of Shades See, of goodness. Yeah, because because you because you you can sympathize with yeah. what he's doing for mutant kind. It's just the way he goes about it is what yeah. a lot of people disagree with. So yeah, I mean I can see that, but like I said, I just feel like he's always got a plan. He's always he's manipulative. Yeah, which is also especially with Mystique. So it's, yeah, it, 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 that's that's a big part of it. He always and, had a clan behind him. And Mystique's going to be a big character going forward with any X Men films. I'm, thinking. I'm surprised you, you guys know <laughs> you didn't pick Apocalypse. I, I know it's a new I, it's a new character. He hasn't earned his. I wasn't crazy about the Apocalypse I agree character. With that. I agree with that. Mm. I, I mean, I, I like him as a villain. I think they could have done so For much. For the movie, more. I wasn't. Yeah, I like him as a villain. If you want to talk about villains in comics, absolutely. But absolutely. I won't go too much into Magneto because. Oh no uh, no! I'll I'll, I'll just uh, kind of pepper in my thoughts real yep. quick. Uh, my specific Eric Lenscher is uh, the Michael Fassbender version, not the Ian McClellan version. Uh, X Men First Class, X Men Days of Future Past, X Men Apocalypse. Uh, a little brief history, 1944, Eric Lenscher separated from his parents in a Nazi concentration camp. First time he uses powers, be- bent the fence. Dr. Klaus Schmidt observes, a.k.a. Sebastian Shaw, uh, tries to get Eric to move a metal coin. He wants to see that power used again. Uh, can't do it, so he, he executes Eric's mother right in front of him. So this yeah. guy, you know, and to your point, Sebastian Shaw is a... Sebastian Shaw. I can't talk. Sebastian he has, Shaw. He has several is, several names. Yeah, Johann Schmidt, Klaus he's a, Schmidt. He's a bastard. Yeah, he's a bastard. And after the war, uh, Eric spends all of his effort trying to find Shaw. In 1962, he meets Xavier and Raven, and he forms a close friendship with both. They discover Shaw is trying to start World War III. He's trying to persuade the Soviet Union to place nuclear missiles in Cuba, and he hopes to have uh, mutants rise up after this war. Shaw has a helmet that shields him from telepathy, and he takes a submarine to ensure uh, taking a submarine to ensure the Soviet Union breaks the U.S. blockade, thus igniting the war. Eric pulls the sub from the water with his power, takes the helmet, thus preventing Charles from getting through to Eric and stopping him. So then he turns the missiles at both the Soviet Union and the U.S. fleet. Moira Mataggart fires at him, shoots at him to try to stop him. He redirects the bullet and shatters Charles' spine. Yeah, crippling his best friend and his closest person. I, I just want to make a quick correction. Go for there it. There are two Schmitz. There's Johann Schmidt and there's Klaus Schmidt. Yeah, Johann Schmidt's Red Skull. Right. That's why I you you kind of you kind of gave away your number one pick. I messed it up. Yeah. Um. That, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. I, I say stuff on this podcast wrong. I, all the I time. did pick. I did pick both of them though. One and two. Yeah. So yeah. so it doesn't matter. You the, were just interchanging them. The Schmidt brothers. 
But um, yeah, as he goes to help Charles, he lets the missiles fall into the water. He leaves Charles because their mu- mutant views are too different, and he ends up taking the code name that Raven gave him earlier in that movie, Magneto. And why I think he is the biggest villain is because of his hypocrisy. Because he comes from this origin of watching his family slaughtered because you know of the Nazis and because of his religious beliefs, yet he does the same thing to exterminate the humans because he wants the mutants to rise up and be a greater power. To me, there's nothing bigger than that like kind of ironic hypocrisy where he's basically becoming what he hates. Yeah. And he's just and he he injures Xavier. He he basically paralyzes his best friend and He's just a, he's just a jerk. Is there is yeah. there a character I can't even think of a character within all of the Marvel movies, whether it's the Disney MCU or whatever, that is just more <coughs> that has more story than him. I can't. Not think, really. I can't no. Think of one. He's, he's been just, around the longest. I would yeah, say. Yeah, he's been around the longest. He's got a lot of interesting story. And like you were saying, you know, he went through all that, but then he steps away and then goes through it all again. Mm-hmm. You know, with the wife and stuff and, and his kids. So. I, I just I can sympathize with that villain, but uh, so many villains we've seen. It yeah. kind of woke me up when I was trying to think of what villains I was. Well, that, that's that was the whole point. So like, many. There's there's so many movies that are out there now. Like, how can you pick a favorite villain or your, or the villain you think is the most whatever whatever however you want to view that and, and kind of qualify that. When I say top three favorite villains, it could be ones you like the most, or it could be the ones you think are the most evil. I thought you were gonna pick uh, the Punisher villain, the, that big Russian guy. Oh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. <laughs> is he, was he Russian? Yeah, he was yeah. actually called the Russian. Get me the Russian. Oh, gotcha. I was gonna go he with was badass. Yeah, he was. Or I was gonna go with Travolta. Uh, or uh, or gonna go with uh, Daredevil. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye. Like <laughs> Colin, is that Farrell? Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. Oh God, he was awful. And uh, uh, Kingpin. Uh, oh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I just you just remind me of something. Uh, Kevin Nash has been two uh, villains. He's been the Shredder. The Super Shredder and Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the Use. Animal. Yeah. And honestly, he was in the running kind of for uh, Cable. Really? Yeah. He was I didn't just know that. he was just a name thrown out there, but yeah, I think they gave it, would, it to it would Brolin. Work. It would work. Yeah. Excited for Cable. I actually got to uh, leave soon, guys. Okay, yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to get you out of here right now. I just yeah. want to point say uh, John Rivera says Deacon, Deacon Frost, and Susie <laughs> says uh, Ultron. I can't believe that asshole said Deacon Frost. Right, right. I, I, I like Ultron. From Blade pick. 1. Yeah. Hey, um, before you get out of here, Joe, I know you got to split. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh, any uh, uh, websites or? The, uh, the Whatever Real Podcast will be back. Um, oh, not, so sh- not, not sure the date yet. Probably next week. anymore. It's yeah. not a rumor then. No, it's not a rumor. Are we'll you looking back. for a sound guy <laughs> to yeah, pick I mean, on? I mean, you're, I really know a guy. Our, you're really our only option. I mean, right. unless Eric wants to take your job. Well, maybe we'll you, see. Do you call it a job if you don't pay him? No, yeah. no. It's just it's <laughs> just uh, glutton for punishment is what we call yeah, it. You're a volunteer. So check out the uh, Whatever Row podcast. Uh, Joe, thank you for being on. KB yep, and I will do yeah. the housekeeping. But it's if you, good having you yeah, on. It's, thank you for being on our anniversary show, our first guest and our no, one-year no guest. No cake, though. No cake. No, no. Well, you're going to leave early. Plus, you're going to go to a sporting event. We don't want to make you sluggish. But thank you for coming on, dude. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Later, guys. All right. Take care. All right, uh, KB. As Joe's making his way out, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, no. What do we do? We got uh, what covers of the week we were doing. You do that Facebook, all the time. All That's Facebook.com for your Facebook. geek podcast on Facebook. There's covers of the week where KB does his Marvel. I do, do my DC. DC every Wednesday. Our new covers. Check that out. Um, we have our Twitter and our Instagram for yeah. your geek on that. Uh, the Don will be back hopefully next week. Yep. Uh, we're going to be start doing some stuff on Twitch. So, Don, if you're still watching, uh, 
we're going to get that Twitch stuff up yep. and running because uh, next week we're going to be talking, I think, a little bit about Injustice, Injustice too. And also the uh, new Marvel. Marvel uh, Omega. Yep, Marvel, Marvel Heroes Omega. Yeah, so we've been playing that a little bit, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, anything else? YouTube, yeah, Free Your Geek on YouTube. I think we've covered it, brother. Uh, J Free the Geek is my website, so J-F-R-E. I think another thing we might want to do is... Um, just throwing some stuff out there for future yep. show. When the button's done, we need to review the button. We need right to review right? the button, absolutely. The button. But uh, check out my website. I post on my website every day. Uh, J Free the Geek, J F R E E T H E G E E K dot com. Uh, yeah. And then if you like it, uh, feel free to share this video, share our podcast page with your friends. Uh, KB, let's uh, hit them with the end stuff. Start your weekend with your geek friends and get your geek on. Bye, folks. You're still here. It's over. Go home.